You're listening to Impact Bound. And now, this is Impact Bound. Well, welcome to Impact Bound, the podcast of the Midwest Petroleum and Convenience Store Trade Show. It's Impact 2022, April 19th through 21st in Indianapolis. And we're excited today to have in the studio with us one of our featured speakers, Scott Huffman with Indiana Department of Homeland Security. Also, we have Shane Schaefer with us, our Impact Coordinator. And we're going to talk a little bit today about his session that will be featured on April 21st at 9 a.m. in the wholesale track at Impact called All units be advised. The crystal ball is out of order. Uh, The description on this session is the importance of public-private partnerships and effectively planning for supply chain disruption, personnel shortages, and financial constraints during crisis. Welcome, Scott. Thank you, Ryan. So tell us a little bit about your background and what you do with Homeland Security in Indiana, and then we want to kind of get into talking about your session. Thank you. I have worked for the Indiana Department of Homeland Security for going on seven years. Mm-hmm. Started with the mass care, working with organizations, nonprofits, to state continuity planning manager, which basically has me working with every state agency with their continuity of operations plans, as well as doing the continuity of government for the entire state of Indiana. Wow. So the crystal ball is out of order right now, right? That's a very compelling title. Tell us a little bit more about how you came up with that title. What does that mean exactly? When I look at continuity of operations, and I always envision a crystal ball. My job is to figure out what is going to be the next thing that we're going to be affected by, and then start training and planning and exercising our plans so that we can respond to effectively. Over time, we've been able to narrow it down to all hazards being a fire, explosion, or some kind of building infrastructure failure. However, we started adding cybersecurity. That added another feature to it. Mm -hmm. And then we started looking at the pandemic. But it goes like that for emergency management. It goes that way with our public-private partnerships. we got to look outside of our current borders and figure out what is our next event. Mm -hmm. We can't figure that out. There is no possibility. But what is essential is our public-private partnerships. We need to enhance those relationships so that when that time comes, that we have a good understanding of what each organization can bring to the table, what resources and experience that we can give each other. And it's not just the public and private. I mean, public has local state, federal, international. We need to be looking at every avenue of that. Private sector is not just private sector. We have many different sectors within that. So if we understand how we're all in this together and able to support each other as we have with the pandemic, then we're able to quickly resolve our situation. So tell us how a public-private partnership has been affected by today's market. And and if you can, give us an example of a public-private partnership. Well, they've because everybody was essentially affected by this pandemic, it required us all to step up and help resolve the supply chain issues of our personal protective equipment. Everybody was looking for masks. Everybody was looking for gowns. Everybody was trying to get a different product to a different area, disinfected. And we had organizations that saw the need, stepped up, started manufacturing 
additional products that they weren't normally prepared for, meeting the criteria that belongs with those safety products, and to support their neighbor, their other sec- other sections and other portions of the environment. I will have to say I'll have to lead in here because um, being in a particular retail industry, how I was helped out by the OP3 on the other side of it is um, you guys let me know that you had free masks available, that you had some PPE available. And I will tell you, I had seven pallets, $250,000 worth of free masks that were given to the retail industry to help us out. So that on the other side of the association being involved um, and me being an ambassador for the OP3, that helped our retailers. A quarter of a million dollars is a lot of money when you're talking about small retailers. So that's how the involvement with the other side also helped. How can companies work to alleviate some challenges and the personnel shortages you know, that you're seeing? Is there I know we have additional shortages with product, but we also have people. Is there any insight that you have on that? I believe the way that we can overcome some of the challenges is to engage more remote work opportunities, to become more flexible in what we're doing by assessing our own functions. What can be performed remotely? That way we can ease the child care issues because Parents are able to stay with their kids. We can get people from across the state, across the country, if those jobs can be fulfilled that way. But if we at least look at our functions and what we're trying to accomplish, are we best serving our citizens and our clients by remote working or bringing them into the office? Out of the supply chain disruption, personnel shortages, and financial constraints, which has had the Biggest turnaround over the past year, do you think? It's difficult to say one over the other has been a biggest turnaround. However, I would like to point out that the supply chain disruption, I think, has been handled differently with by different organizations, and they've been become very strategic in how they're acquiring their product. And if they didn't get that influx, then they would be losing money on that quarter. But it's that forward thinking, using that crystal ball to see how we can get around things. What's the next thing that we're going to be faced with? Yeah, that's a real challenge. And figuring out how to match that up with the personnel shortage is a real reality, I think, for marketers and field retailers in today's marketplace, for sure. So in addition to constraints brought on by COVID, what about those affected by weather-related disasters, um, such as tornadoes in Western Kentucky in uh, early December and New Year's Day? How have you seen these things affecting that crystal ball, for example? Those disaster situations, we work with our local infrastructure, like our Department of Transportation, to ensure that roadways are open and clear that utilities are restored, that the environment is safe and secure, that our communication products are in towers are active and serviceable. And that might be require bringing in fuel for generators, fuel for hospitals, a lot of different areas that take coordination. And that's where the State Emergency Operations Center steps up to help coordinate all of those resources. And with the assistance of our uh, private sector, we're able to accomplish a lot of that. 
I know here in Kentucky, I mean, we were very proud of the role that KPMA members and our industry played to help step up in, in response to the devastating tornadoes of December 11th and uh, again on New Year's Day. And I know that our industry in Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, as well as here in Kentucky, all play a critical role in disasters and situations of crises where fuel is a critical need. And uh, I know coordinating with our state emergency departments and groups like Homeland Security, we appreciate greatly the opportunity to, to partner with you all to make sure that needs are getting met. So speaking of which, our attendees at the show are our businesses, right? They're the fuel retailers and convenience store uh, managers and operators and owners. What specific takeaways can attendees expect to have by attending your session? What, what do you want them to know that they'll learn? I hope to be able to provide them the opportunity to understand what partnerships with the local, the state, and the federal level can really do to benefit their organizations and also allow the opportunity for the private sector to work with us so that, that we all could come together and be able to complete our functions in a time-efficient manner. Excellent. Well, we know we're definitely looking forward to your presentation, as are many folks. This is a hot topic right now, as everyone is trying to anticipate what the future is going to look like. And we'll be certainly looking for your insights on April 21th at 9 o'clock at Impact 2022. And it's Scott Huffman with Homeland Security and the Wholesale Track. All units be advised the crystal ball is out of order. Scott, thanks so much for your time today. Great insights. And we're looking forward to seeing you in Indianapolis. Thank you, Brian. All right. You've been listening to Impact Bound, the podcast of Impact 2022, the Midwest Petroleum and Convenience Store trade show. Visit our website. Make sure you register at www.impact.org. We'll see you there. Impact details and sponsorship opportunities can be found at m-pact.org.